Hi, I'm Dr. Boyce Watkins. Many American universities, once wealthy and prosperous, are now headed for what can only be called an economic death march. Many universities are going out of business because the pandemic has pressured them to the point of no return. Their old business models of charging 50, 60, and even $70,000 a year cannot work when students are stuck at home. Why would you spend tens of thousands of dollars a year to learn by simply getting online and talking to your professors through a computer? Black students were already growing weary of college campuses long before the pandemic. A recent study showed that half of all black college graduates defaulted on their student loans within a decade of graduation. This leads to a lifetime of bad credit, the inability to build wealth, the inability to invest, the inability to buy real estate, the inability to start a business. In fact, it has led many of them to die in debt. So I want to ask you this question. If you go to college and you die in debt, then what was the purpose of the college degree? Was the college degree a blessing or a curse? If your campus is filled with racist professors who mistreat you, miseducate you, and then steal your family wealth, was that a good experience or a bad one? This is the issue that many African-American students are facing, and I saw thousands of these students during my years of teaching at Syracuse University, The Ohio State University, The University of Kentucky, and Indiana University. The pandemic has stretched university budgets to the limit, as many of them have found that even a multi-billion dollar endowment won't save them from the economic hardship that awaits. They are going deeper in debt, and after the pandemic is over, many of those students will not return. Black students are also finding out that there are a multitude of other ways to get an education that goes beyond giving up all your family wealth to get a degree that can barely get you a job that helps you pay the bills. The Black Business School is designed to help solve this problem in a multitude of ways. We have pulled together leading black PhDs, lawyers, business owners, investors, millionaires, and wealth builders to teach our own people in a way that is low cost, high quality, and culturally relevant. We have over 111 students around the world. Many of them get started for free. This allows us to teach all things related to investing in the stock market, starting your own business, buying real estate, and even buying franchises, all for a tiny fraction of the cost of a traditional college education. Our Black Millionaires of Tomorrow program is a black business school for children that allows even a child to have a financial literacy level that exceeds that of a college-educated adult. I developed this program based on my doctorate in financial theory and 13 years of teaching finance at Syracuse University. And testimonials from thousands of our students and parents shows that this works. So the pandemic may actually be an opportunity. It may be a chance for us to actually do things better. It may be an opportunity for us to come back more efficiently than we were before. You see, the world is getting smarter and so is our community. No longer will we go into a lifetime of debt to obtain a mediocre education. Instead, we are preparing to build ownership for our community that will last for generations.
So give us a try at theblackbusinessschool.com because we are the HBCU for the future. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Dr. Boyce Breakdown. I'm Dr. Boyce Watkins, your host, and I am here with my beautiful fiance, Dr. Alicia. Say hi, Alicia. Hello, everyone. How yeah. you doing, Boyce? Oh, I'm doing very well, very well. Today was a really interesting day. We we had a chance to um, meet with my favorite rapper. Well, I have two favorite rappers, Ice Cube and Ti. You have three. Because Spice One, we can't forget Spice Oh, Spice One. Spice One. <laughs> yeah, well, Spice One's up there. Yeah. And so these are three rappers that I really admire and respect. And uh, I met two of them this year. Oh, we're on a roll, boys. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of interesting, right? To You know, I met T.I. in Ghana. And then Ice Cube. Uh, we hung out with Ice Cube today. And we, um, we, we crossed paths, I guess, politically because the election's coming up. That's right. Yeah, so you met him. What, what, what was your impression when you talked to him? When I talked to him, I found him to be very humble. He seemed to be very gracious. You just don't know. I mean, he's a well-accomplished rapper. You don't know if they're going to be arrogant or they're going to have a chip on their shoulder. You just never know what you're going to get. But he was really super nice. Super yeah. nice. Yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah. It, it's funny. It's like um, when you have certain artists that you resonate with, mm-hmm. it's like they become almost like siblings mm-hmm. in your head and and the thing is I've, I usually experience that on the other side where somebody meets me and they know everything about me <laughs> and I don't know anything about them and I think talking to Ice Cube was the opposite for me where I knew everything about him and he knew a few things about me yeah, I was surprised. Remember when you talked to him on the phone, he said that he listened to your podcast or he listens to your work. Yeah, that yeah. That, that was pretty cool. That was that was. He was a fan, boys. He was yeah, a fan of yours. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. It's like we're the same age and of the same generation, you know. And and I and I grew up with his music. Like I, I told him, I said I felt like we kind of grew up together, <laughs> yeah. you know. And yeah. so it, it was it was great to speak to a like minded person who is really using his platform for great things. I mean, you know, I mean, it took everything. It took a lot of work for me just to get up to like, you know, a quarter million followers <laughs> on Instagram. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to really do some shit, you know, and this dude has 13 million followers. You know, he has 13 million Instagram followers. Good grief. 13 million. 13 million. Yeah. Is it 13 or 18? I thought I saw someone say 18. Maybe. But anyway, it doesn't even matter. He's got millions on million, 20 million, you know, easily. Yeah, and, and I and I love you know what I love about this era is I love seeing athletes and and rappers using the power of sports and hip hop to really do what it is supposed to do in the first place, in my opinion, really elevate black people. You know, it seems like we're kind of in a special like we're in the golden years. <laughs> so, what was that like for you, boys, to interview Ice Cube today? What was it like inside? What was it like inside? Well. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 gonna tell you the truth. You know, I I want to focus on the mission. You know, and, and the mission is what matters, right? I don't I I don't let myself get caught up in whether somebody's a celebrity. Like there's there's some celebrities where you just are like, okay, just shut up and dribble, or just you know, or just be quiet. Just go do your music and don't try to do what I do. Like, and I and I I will admit that I've met some entertainers I admire who came into my space and I was like, you're just not good at this. You're about like what I would sound like if I tried to be a rapper. 
But Cube was a guy where I feel like he's doing it right. You know, he's working with the scholars. He created a contract for, with Black America. He's a thoughtful guy. Like, he thinks things through. And it was, in meeting him, I always get, I always, I always kind of get a little sad when I meet my heroes because they usually disappoint you. Oh, a big letdown. Yeah, yeah. Because because what, what somebody builds with a brand is typically very different from what they are as a human being. So, you're not meeting Superman. You're meeting Clark Kent. You know, so I'm always kind of like, uh, what am I going to see? And with Cuba, I was just I was just impressed. I mean, just, you know, it, it was almost like everything about him was consistent with what I thought I would see. You know, but you yeah. did a great job always asking questions. I thought the questions were very poignant. and He did a wonderful job answering them and giving you very thoughtful answers. Yeah, he yeah. did. He did. You know, I, I, I tell you, my, my dream is to see strong black men just take charge and really lead and really do amazing things and you know for the community like I, I feel like the women are doing great and and you can't you can't sneeze on what black women are doing you can't sleep on that you know but I feel like the men got to be there too like we we re- I want to be there right next to them and doing amazing things and, and I love the fact that the black men are kind of you know shitting on the apple cart for the whole democratic party like we're the we're the uh, ones you know it's it's like you know what it's all you know what it is it's it's like um it's like somebody comes to your house and they're trying to sell some like bad tupperware oh bad overpriced tupperware to your wife <laughs> and your wife is like oh my god i like the tupperware he's so charming we're gonna buy it. and the husband steps in and is like no nah, no money on it you're like no nah, baby put, put the put the checkbook back <laughs> we, we no, we we ain't buying none of your bullshit, you know. So so what 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 I think people don't see is that this really this whole black men versus the Democratic Party thing it's really mono a mono. It's man against man mm-hmm. because black women are, are all swept up. A lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are swept up in the Joe Biden Kamala Harris thing. And no disrespect to that at all. I'm not saying that that's wrong, but it's like the men are the ones saying, "Hold up, uh-uh. what about us? You can't leave us behind." You know, Good. that's how, and, and I think Ice Cube resonates with that. And it's a very basic idea. It just says, if you want my vote, you got to earn it. That was the powerful message today, you know, and the two of you and how you all related to each other so well on the camera, you all really. Um, seemed like you were like good friends talking about political stuff. Like you all, it was almost a great example of how two really sh- strong, powerful men can get down and have an intelligent conversation with each other with respect and admiration because he admired you just as much as you admired him. It was, and, and, I, 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 and I, I'm very appreciative of that, you know, and I know people were happy. I think people like to see, um, you know, solid black men working together. I just, I just think that like that unity mm-hmm. inspires mm-hmm. people and I want to inspire with unity. I think that people get depressed when they see division yeah. or they see two people they love fighting each other. It's waste. It's a waste of time. Waste of energy. And it becomes like ego. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I did. Now, that's great. I didn't see ego there. I just saw you presented, you asked your questions, you presented your thoughts, he listened to it. You, you all never talked over each other. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you like respect. I mean, it was utmost respect between two people that I saw today inspiring voice 
Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I um. I'm I, a fan, boys. I'm a fan of yours. I'm uh, your number one fan, by the way. You're my number one fan. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. That's very nice to always have a, a sexy black woman that's my number one fan. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Will you be my groupie, baby? I'm your number one groupie. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the uh, president of your fan club. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I'm the president of your fan club too. I, okay. yep, you're the prettiest lady I've ever seen. Oh, anyway. Thank you, baby. Anyway, so yeah, so today was today was uh, interesting. You know, I I don't have a lot of people on the podcast as guests, but you know, Cupid reached out and um, and I and I, I'd always been supportive of his contract with Black America, and so it was just really cool to be able to hash that out. And I really like the idea that we're able to really gain some traction and and I just like changing the world. You know, like I, I feel like Black men can count this as a notch in our belt. Like that we stood our ground because I, I believe what's going to happen is the political parties are going to shift their disposition because they're hearing what we're saying. Oh, it's a wake up call. And the fact that he said, I didn't put this together alone. I brought together people and we put this together. My team, like he gave a lot of credit to his team. I don't know if he did it like when you talk to him on the phone or if he did it on the podcast today, but he talked about how he was able to bring people together to come up with the plan. So it's not, not like he took credit for the whole thing. You know, he was just using his platform to push it forward. Yeah. 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 That, and that's what I like. I like, you know, I mean, and that's what I expected. I, I, I read that document and there, Anybody who anybody who was to tell me, oh, I did this all by myself, I wouldn't believe him. <laughs> right. I'd be like, you lying. <laughs> you, yeah. You're doing a Tyler Perry right now, because <laughs> you know, because Tyler would do that. Tyler would be like, written by Tyler Perry, directed by Tyler Perry, <laughs> produced by Tyler Perry, acted, l- l- acted by Tyler. Perry. <laughs> Lunch was served by Tyler Perry. <laughs> Black woman number four, Tyler played by Tyler Perry. Lady at the cashier, played by Tyler Perry. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, okay. So, uh, thank you guys for listening to the Doctor Boys Breakdown. We are we're literally doing this in the car, but I thought it would be kind of fun to do a quick podcast episode for those of you that give a shit what we have to say, and uh, and we appreciate you. And uh, if you want to see the interview with Ice Cube, you can actually go to drboystv.com. That's my YouTube channel, and uh, make sure you subscribe and uh, check it out. So, you want to say goodbye, Alicia? Goodbye, everyone. Bye bye. <laughs>